Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Man Memorabe Ram Goldara and today Mazaka Sota Dafe, the first parakamakane. The Zikhu Mazaka Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hazaka Satoyo. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, this stuff continues with many teachings about one who possesses gasos aruch, arrogance. Rav Avira said, his thatch will eventually be diminished. He expanded further that he does not exist in the world, and what will ensue if he does or does not repent? Malazar said, it's fitting they should be cut down like an asherah tree, a tree which was worshipped and must be cut down. He also said, his thus is not aroused for tchiyas amesi. He said further, the shechina laments over him. Rav Chista or Pasim Mar Ukva said, "Amar Kash Baruch Hu Ein Ani Vehu Yocholim Gadur Ba'Olam." Kash Baruch Hu says, "I and He cannot dwell together in the world." Rav Alexandri said, "Afil Ruach Kima Ocharto." Even a small wind will trouble him, meaning even a small punishment will overwhelm him. Rav Ashi said, "Lasof Nivchas." He is eventually reduced in stature. Point number two, Rav Chibar Ashi said in the name of Rav, Talmud Chacham is hoshi bo echod b'shmona b'shminis. Talmud Chacham must have an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness. Rashi explains that this is in order that he and his teachings will be taken seriously. Rav Huna Braid Rav Yeshua said, And this measure of haughtiness crowns him like the beard of a stock, meaning it is beautiful and fitting for him. Rav commented, One who possesses it more than this amount is an excommunication, and one who does not possess even this tiny amount is an excommunication. Rashi explains that if he is exceedingly humble, the people in his town will not fear him, and he lacks the power to rebuke. Rav Nachim Rayitzak objected, Will minavu miksasa. One should possess neither it nor any part of it. Mizurta dixibe to avas Hashem kol Is it insignificant that which is written about it, an abomination to Hashem, is every haughty of heart? And pointing with you, the Mishnah Dav base taught about a sota. The mace choletzes. If he, meaning her husband, dies without children, she requires chalitza. The Gemara asks why Yibum itself is not allowed. Three versions of Rav Yosef's answer are presented. The first, the Pasuk says about a woman divorced because of suspected adultery, and she left his house and went and married another man. This teaches she may only marry another man, but not a yabam. When Abai objected that she should not require chalitza, since the Pasuk implies she may marry freely, Rav Yosef answered, If the husband were alive, would she not require a get? So we see that the marriage was not dissolved. Now too that he died, she requires chalitza. In the second version, Rav Yosef reasoned that the Torah required the husband to divorce her, so that his house should not be destroyed. And you say she should be taken in Yibum? Although another man may marry her, that is his choice, as opposed to Yibum, which is imposed upon him. The third version and an additional explanation from Rava are presented on the next daf. So once again, the three points are number one. This daf continues with many teachings about one who possesses Gassus of Ruach, arrogance. Rav Avira said, His stature will eventually be diminished. He expanded further that he does not exist in the world, and what will ensue if he does or does not repent? Malazar said, It's fitting they should be cut down like an Asherah tree, a tree which was worshipped and must be cut down. He also said, His dust is not aroused for Tchiyas Amesi. He said further, The Shechina laments over him. Rav Chista or Pasim Mar Ukva said, Amr Kash Baruch Hu Ein Ani Vehu Yocholim Gadur Ba'Olam. Kash Baruch Hu says, I and he cannot dwell together in the world. Rabbi Alexandri said, Afil Ruach Kima Ocharto. Even a small wind will trouble him, meaning even a small punishment will overwhelm him. Rav Ashi said, Lasof Nivchas. He is eventually reduced in stature.
Point number two, Rav Chibar Ashi said in the name of Rav. Tamu Chacham is Hoshi Bo Echud B'Shmona B'Shminis. Tamu Chacham must have an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness. Rashi explains that this is in order that he and his teachings will be taken seriously. Rav Huna Brain Rav Yeshua said, And this measure of haughtiness crowns him like the beard of a stock, meaning it is beautiful and fitting for him. Rav commented, One who possesses it more than this amount is an excommunication, and one who does not possess even this tiny amount is an excommunication. Rashi explains that if he is exceedingly humble, the people in his town will not fear him, and he lacks the power to rebuke. Rav Nachim Rayitzak objected, Will be novel miksasa. One should possess neither it nor any part of it. Is it insignificant that which is written about it, an abomination to Hashem, is every haughty of heart? And pointing with you, the Mishnah Dab base taught about a sota. The mace choletzes. If he, meaning her husband, dies without children, she requires chalitza. The grass why Yibum itself is not allowed. Three versions of Rav Yosef's answer are presented. The first, the Pasik says about a woman divorced because of suspected adultery, and she left his house and went and married another man. This teaches she may only marry another man, but not a Yabam. When Abai objected that she should not require chalitza, since the Pasuk implies she may marry freely, Rav Yosef answered, get. If the husband were alive, would she not require a get? So we see that the marriage was not dissolved. Now too that he died, she requires chalitza. In the second version, Rav Yosef reasoned that the Torah required the husband to divorce her, so that his house should not be destroyed. And you say she should be taken in Yibum? Although another man may marry her, that is his choice, as opposed to Yibum, which is imposed upon him. The third version and an additional explanation from Rava are presented on the next daf. All right, so now we go to our simmer daf hey, and our standard simmon is hey, or haystack. So here goes. The arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay and feeling diminished pointed to the Talmud Chacham who had an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness and asked why he isn't getting covered too. While the Talmud Chacham ignored him since he was busy overseeing a chalitza for a sota. Once again, slow motion. The arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay. Hey, that must be more duff. Hey. The arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay and feeling diminished, which reminds us, this stuff continues with many teachings about one who possesses Gazza Zeruch, arrogance. Ravavira said, his stature will eventually be diminished. So the arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay and feeling diminished pointed to the Talmud Chacham who had an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness and asked why he isn't getting covered too, which reminds us, Rav Chibar Ashi said in the name of Rav, Talmud Chacham must have an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness. Rashi explains that this is an order that he and his teachings will be taken seriously. Rav Nachman Yitzhak objected, one should possess neither it nor any part of it. Is it insignificant that which is written about Tovah Hashem Kol Gabalev? An abomination to Hashem is every haughty of heart. So the arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay and feeling diminished pointed to the Talmud Chacham who had an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness and asked why he isn't getting covered too. While the Talmud Chacham ignored him since he was busy overseeing a chalitza for a sota, which reminds us, the Mishandav base taught about a sota, the imeis choletzis. If he, referring to her husband, dies without children, she requires chalitza. The rest, why yibum itself is not allowed. Three versions of Rabbi Yosef's answer are presented. The first, the Pasuk says about a woman divorced because of suspected adultery, and she left his house and went and married another man. This teaches she may only marry another man, but not a yavam. So once again, 
The arrogant man getting covered in piles and piles of red hay and feeling diminished pointed to the Tomlokalkum who had an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness and asked why he isn't getting covered too, while the Tomlokalkum ignored him since he was busy overseeing a chalitza for a sota. All right, so now it's time for four blabak hazara. Daf samachvav. So the similar daf samachvav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The hairy tailor, tailor, that must be one daf samachvav, sewing. The hairy tailor who became Tame by carrying a Zav's old suit that had a certain stain, which reminds us the Mishnah Dav Samachem Abbasin said that once a Zav is confirmed Tame, his semen is Tame. The Gemara asks in reference to what halacha this is said, since even the semen of a Tahor person is Matame through touch, and the Gemara answers that it means to say that it's Matame through Masa, caring. So, the hairy tailor became Tame by carrying a Zav's old suit that had a certain stain, was surprised when a Navi on his way to carry out a mission entered a shop for a fear of being caught by the king, which reminds of Rabbi Norai holds that Shmuel was a Nazar as the Pasuk says, Rosho, and a Mora shall not go on his head. He explains since the word Mora also appears in reference to Shimshon, we say that just as the word Mora, razor, regarding Shimshon means he was to be a Nazar, so to the word Mora regarding Shmuel means he was to be a Nazar and a razor shall not go on his head. Rabbi Yossi disagrees and says that Mora refers to fear from mankind, saying he would fear no one. Rabbi Norai responded, but it was said, and Shmuel said, how will I go to anoint David? Shaul here and kill me. So we see from here that fear of men was upon him. Rather, the word more must mean that his hair would not be cut as another. So, the hairy tailor who became Tame by carrying a Zav's old suit that had a certain stain, was surprised when a Navi on his way to carry out a mission entered his shop for fear of being caught by the king, who told the tailor to make a brach on the food for a siam, and he would say, Amen. Which reminds us, there's some alchokas regarding which is greater, making the bracha or answering. Amen. Daf base. So the similar daf base is a bias, a house. So here goes. The sotu secluded herself in the red sota house. Red sota house. That must be more on daf base. Bias. The Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar after being warned not to do so, which reminds us the opening mission teaches that what constitutes Kinui and Stira is if the husband says, do not be in seclusion with this man, not if he just said, do not speak to him. And then the Gemara opens, explaining the placement of Masechah's Nazar. Why was the Parsha of Nazar placed near the Parsha of Sota in the Torah? To tell you that anyone who sees a Sota in her disgrace should restrain himself through Naziris from wine. So the Sotu secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a picture of Kriyas Yamsuf on his cover, which reminds us the Gemara discusses how to reconcile various Divir Chazal regarding making matches between a man and a woman, such as a Mazabkin Lola Adam Isha Olafimasa, the only pair a man to a woman according to his deeds. But Kashim Kriyas Yamsuf, and they are as difficult to pair as splitting the Red Sea, and Arbaim Yom Kodam Yitzir Zavad, 40 days before the forming of an embryo. A Basco goes forth and says, Bas pony lo pony, buys pony lo pony, sada pony lo pony. The daughter of pony is destined for pony. This particular house is destined for pony, and this particular field is destined for pony. So the Sota secluded herself in the red Sota house with a Nazar, after being warned not to do so, who was leafing through a matchmaking book titled Heavenly Matches with a Picture of Kriyas Yamsuf on its cover, was spotted by one witness who saw her do, Stira. Which reminds us, the more discounts the basis of the Malchokas for how many Adim are required for Kinuwe and Stira. Rabbi Yeliezer says two for Kinuwe and one for Stira, which could be even himself. Rabbi Yeshua says two for both. And Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehuda says that Rabbi Yeliezer holds the opposite. He holds only one for Kinuwe, which could be even himself, and two for Gimel, so the similar Dav Gimel is a Gamal, a camel. So here goes. The red-haired camel driver riding his red camel. Camel, that must be more on Dav Gimel, Gamal. 
the red-haired camel driver riding his red camel through a camp and publicly announcing an avera that a person did with a ruch shtus privately, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa. Reb Meir said, Adam over aver b'seis v'kush baruchum A person commits a sin privately, such as an unfaithful wife, and a kush baruchu announces it openly. Rashi explains that a kush baruchu causes the husband to warn her. Reish Lakish said, Ein adam over avera elin ken niknas baruch shtus. A person does not commit a sin unless a spirit of foolishness enters him. So the red-haired camel driver riding his red camel through a camp and publicly announcing an avera that a person did with a ruch shtus privately stopped to give a ride to a husband with a ruch tahara who was on his way to warn his wife, which reminds us, the Academy of Rav Ishmael said, A person only warns his wife if a spirit entered him, which he bases on the Pasuk. Amoraim disagreed about the nature of this Ruch. The rabbi said it's a Ruch Tumah, but Ravashi said it's a Ruch Tahara, out of an intolerance for promiscuity. The Gemara finds support for Ravashi in a Bryce regarding the Pasuk, the Kina is Ishto, and he shall warn his wife. Rabbi Shmuel said, Rishus, it's merely a permit for him to do so, but not a Chiyuv. Rabbi Kiva said, Chove, it is an obligation to do so, if he suspects her. Since these Tanaim hold is either Rishus or a Chove to warn her, it stands to reason that the Ruch which caused him to do so is a pure one. So the red-haired camel driver riding his red camel through a camp and publicly announcing an avera that a person did with a ruch shtus privately stopped to give a ride to a husband with a ruch tahara who was on his way to warn his wife carrying a picture of a sinner who was bound up with a dog which reminds us Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmani said in the name of Rav Yonason Anyone who does one mitzvah in this world, it precedes him and goes before him in the world to come and announces his arrival. And anyone who commits one sin in this world, it envelops him and goes before him on the day of judgment. Rabbi Eliezer says, The sin is bound to him like a dog, referring to the remaining attached after mating. So the simmer of Dalit is a delit, is a door. So here goes. When the red sota door, door, that must be more David, Dalad, Dalad, door. When the red sota door with nine different clocks on it was open, which reminds us, the Gemara records nine opinions of Tanaim as to the duration of Stira, which renders her a sota. So when the red sota door with nine different clocks on it was opened, it revealed a group of people eating bread, even though the Natiel's dime cup and towel were missing. Which reminds us, Ravavir expanded Kol Ochel Lechem Below Nitil Sedaim. Anyone who eats bread without washing the hands, Kigo Baal Eishazona. It's as if he had relations with the harlot. Rabbi Lazar says, Kol Mazalzim Nitil Sedaim Nekarmina Olam. Anyone who belittles washing the hands is uprooted from the world. Rashi explains that violating the Rabbanan enactments warns death. Rabbi Abo said, Kol Ochel Pas Below Nigub Yedaim Kigo Ochel Lechem Tame. Anyone who eats bread without drying the hands after washing is as if he eats Tame bread because it's repulsive to eat bread with wet hands. So when the red sota door with nine different clocks on it was opened, it revealed a group of people eating bread, even though the Natilis dime cup and towel were missing, as well as a haughty person bowing down to a Vodazora placed on top of an altar. He built, which reminds us, the more discusses the evils of Gassas of Ruach, haughtiness. Rabbi Yochanan quote Rabbi Shimba Yachai, call Adam Sheishbo Gassas of Ruach, ki ilo over the Vodaz Kochavim. Anyone who has in him haughtiness of spirit is as though he worships idols. And Ula says that anyone who has a gaiva is ki banabama. It's as though he built an altar for idolatry. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which nothing when the Rebbe says that a sin done in this world clings to a person like a dog in Om Haba, that's on Daf? Gimel. Good number two, which nothing when the pudding matches together is as difficult as Kriya's Yamsuf, that's on Daf? Base. Good number three, which nothing when the Sota does Chalitza and Yubum is not allowed, that's on Daf? Hey, good number four. 
which have to learn about the negative implications of not washing one's hands or not drying his hands before eating bread. That's on Duff. Dollar. Good number five. Which have to learn the one who is arrogant will eventually be diminished. That's on Duff. Hey, good number six. Wish that they were in the Nazar and one performing a Pesach who walked over unknown Tuma on the seventh day of their purification. Artahor, that's on Duff. Samachdala de Nazar. Good number seven. Wish that we have nine different opinions as to the duration of Stira. That's on Duff. Dalad. Good number eight. Wish that they were in the said in the name of Rav. Atamachachim must have an eighth of an eighth of haughtiness. That's on Duff. Hey, good number nine. Which stuff do we have a machokas? If the ruch that enters the husband is a ruch tahara, a ruch tuma, that's on dav. Gimel, good. And number ten. Which stuff do we have the one who is gas as a ruch? Arrogance is as though he had built a bama for a vodazora, that's on dav. Dalad, excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.